Right, God bless you. Welcome to Yes and Amen Youth Church with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. And I am Pastor Derek Fletcher. And today we have a, another great lesson. Um, and we're we're working through some instances of things in the Old Testament. And so this one's a good one. Uh, referencing Joshua, the book of Joshua. And so welcome in, and we thank God for you. On today, happy Father's Day to the fathers. And let's take a look at the lesson and see what we have here on today. Okay, so today we want to provide you, the students, with an overarching understanding of the open test the old testament why did i say open uh plot and content okay so you as a student want to help you understand how god used the land as a special inheritance for his people so abraham isaac jacob he promised uh from abraham and his seed the land. And so we want to inspire you, the students, with uh, Joshua's story. And so behavior, commitment, uh, courage, 
It's obedience, honor God, and then obedience. Oh, that's too much glare from that. So let's see, Yanni, could you please pray right now for us? Lord, did you thank pray you. last week? Lord, thank you for waking us up on today. And Lord, we appreciate all the blessings that you've given us over the years. And Lord, we want you to continue to bless us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, I, I want to pray another uh, a, a prayer. And so this prayer is a prayer of faith um, for our household that we unite as a household and that we trust God and that we fellowship together as a family, father, mother, uh, son, daughter. I want to pray that prayer because that's the intention of God for us to be together, to worship him together as a whole family. And so, Father, we thank you for today. We glorify you. We know that your word says that you have ordained families. You've ordained that the father is the head and the cover, the protector, and the mother is the nurturer, and, and she supports the, <clears throat> the mission statement of the family united under your word. And so we thank you and we give you glory and honor because the manifestation is happening now. Hallelujah. We thank you and we glorify you because we got it done and complete. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so here, Joshua 1 and 9, it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not do. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Okay, again, Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. All right. I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. All right, one more time. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay, repeat after me. Everybody unmute. 
Joshua 1 and 9. Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you? Have I not, have commanded, I not commanded you? you? All right. Have I not commanded you? Have I, I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Be strong, be strong and, courageous. and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do, Do not, not be afraid. afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do not, Do not be, be discouraged. discouraged. For the Lord your God. For the, For Lord, the your Lord your God. God will be with you wherever you go. We'll be, we'll be with, with you, you wherever, wherever you, go. you go. Okay. All right. This is like the group opening. We're just going to go here and you can pause it and look over this and read over it and do the activity. All right, let's go here. So who is the strongest person you've ever known or heard about? We'll start Yanni. with Derek first. Oh, okay. And then Yanni. Well, uh, if I remember correctly, one of the strongest people I've ever heard of or seen is uh, probably Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah. For me, it's God. For you, it's God. Okay. All right. Um. What is it that makes someone physically strong? What do you think? Well, for most people, when you think strong, you probably think big and buff. That's But that's other people. Say it again. For me. Well, well as I was saying before, for me, uh, sorry, for for other people, they think someone who's nice, big and buff, has good muscles, that's strong. Okay. But in my opinion, someone who uh, has, uh, say, uh, um, has a, a strong will. Okay. Uh, and okay. a strong personality who, do, who is determined and doesn't give up. That's someone I would say who is strong. 
Okay. Okay. So, so what makes someone emotionally strong? What do you think? When they don't let their emotions get the better of them. When they say it again. I said when they don't let their emotions get the better of them, and okay. they stay strong for the other for others around them. For others around them, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, what makes someone spiritually strong? Um, their connections. Their connections. Say it again. There wasn't. Their connections and faith with God. Oh, okay. All right. Anything else, Yanni? You want to share something? I think it means to have a strong spirit, like you never give up and you're always thinking positive. Okay. And you don't let other people bring you down. Okay. Always strong, always positive. Don't let other people bring you down. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's let's dig into the lesson. All right, you guys did great on that, Sharon. All right, I'm I'm really impressed by what you guys shared. So today we're going to discuss uh, strength in detail. All right, so we want to turn to the book of Joshua. Of course, we have the scriptures here. All right, and so we're going to see the strength and and is something that God commands of Joshua. So he, he's letting him know because he wants him to lead his people. So he needs him to be strong, right? And, and he needs him to be focused on what the what the mission is and what the plan is for the people, right? And so good leaders have to be strong. They have to be encouraged so they can encourage others. What do you guys think about that? I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's wow. That's all I can say. So uh, let's dig in. So the book of Joshua is split into like three, uh, two, excuse me, two distinct parts. The first portion is one, chapters one through 11. We read, of Joshua's leadership uh, in conquest. And then uh, as Israel invades the promised land, right? Because they go in and, and take over uh, territory God has promised them. Okay. So the second part is chapters 13 through 24. And it says, uh, we read of the settling of the land. Right. And so there's a lot of lists, but these chapters are not without helpful wisdom. Okay. So we're going to take a look in, in those highlights. 
right, from scripture. So conquering the land, right? And so these were the same people who uh, 40 years previous, uh, all they had to do was do and execute how God commanded, uh, but they doubted. And so because they doubted, they had to stay in the wilderness for 40 years to the old doubters and the old um, blood, so to speak, uh, passed away. And so here uh, we have Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9. All right, so can I get a volunteer reader to read this first one? I can read it. Okay. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, who the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you all, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon. 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 And from the great river, the, the Euphrates. Euphrates. All the Hittites country to the Mediterranean 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 say Mediterranean Mediterranean okay there you go see in the west no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous, 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 and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. All right. So I want to highlight this. Let's see. Let's highlight this.
so God gave them a command. He says, I have not, have I not commanded you? Right? So he says, hey, this is a command. Wow. And so trust is very important when obeying the, the commands of God. And part of it is spending time with him to understand and know. Okay, so what prompts Joshua's rise to power? Derek, so so why is he why is he coming to power? Look at verse one up there. Because of the death of Moses. Okay, repeat that again. Because of the death of Moses. Okay, so he's coming into power because of the death of Moses. Okay. All right, Yanni. Uh, what promises does God give to Joshua? He promises them a land. Okay, he promises them the land. And what else does he say? No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Um, let's see here. Let's see what's under the. All right. Given the promised land. All right. So he will be with Joshua, he will not leave him, right? And he will be prosperous and successful. Okay, Derek, what does the Lord repeatedly command Joshua to be? What does he what does he repeatedly command him to do or to be? Um he um commands uh Joshua to be um the um was it uh the isn't wasn't he commanded to be like the um uh be in like uh, Moses's place or the the uh, king or something? Okay, repeat that again. Wasn't he supposed to be uh some the some sort of replacement? For uh, Moses. Okay, so what does the highlight say there in verse nine? I have a command for you: be strong and courageous. Okay, and so he was commissioned by God to take Moses' uh, place because Moses was dead, or Moses was going to be with the Lord. But he repeatedly told him what. Um, I have no command for you. Have I not commanded you? So he's saying here, I've commanded you to do what? Be strong and courageous. <laughs> okay. 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 Be strong and courageous. Okay. Good job, everybody. All right. Let's go. 
down and scroll down. So this commandment to be courageous is no little thing, right? Because the mission is huge. Invading, defeating, and resettling. There were many kings and many people in the land, right? And so courage, faith, and strength are required. So repeat after me. Courage. 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 Faith. Faith. And strength. And strength. One more time. Courage, faith, Courage, and strength. Faith and strength. And strength. Courage. Courage. Faith. Faith. And strength. And strength. Courage. Courage. Faith. Faith. And strength. And strength. They are required. Okay, so, so I'm going to highlight these. So keep that in mind. Courage, faith, and strength. Courage, faith, and strength. You need those in life, especially when God gives you an assignment and so many things are coming against you. Okay? Yeah. All right? So be courage, courageous. Don't be afraid. Trust God and be strong. Okay? Okay. All right. Who just read that, Joshua? Me. Uh, okay. So we'll have Derek read this uh, right here because it was Johnny that just read. So this is uh, Joshua 3, 9 through 17. Okay. Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord, your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and the will certainly drive, drive out before you the Canaanites, Canaanites, Hittites, Hittites, Parasites. Okay, so let, let me help you with that. So say Canaanites. Canaanites. Hittites. Hittites. Hivites. Hivites. Uh, Parasites. Parasites. Uh, Gariz. Zites, Gerizites, Amorites, Amorites, Jebusites, Jebusites. Okay, there's some people they'll try to says all the ites, right? The, these people, these people in the land, uh, uh, are somehow linked and related, right? In the land of Canaan, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites. The Perizzites, the Jerizzites, Amorites, and the Jebusites. Okay. All right. Okay, go to see the ark of the covenant of the Lord. All of the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel. One from each 
tribe. And as soon as the priests who carry the Ark of Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flow downstream will be cut off, will be cut off and stand up in a heap. So when the people broke up camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood. Oops, okay. Now the Jordan is at flood. Stay okay. All, all, all during... Okay, where are you at? Sorry, I stepped away. Now the Jordan 15. Okay, the, now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Uh-oh. What happened here? Okay, go. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away. At okay, hold, hold on a minute. And so now we see them with the Ark of the Covenant crossing the Jordan River. And the waters, as they cross, they stop, they subside, right? Yes. Okay. That's very similar when they crossed the Red Sea, right? When they crossed the Red Sea, God split the sea and they went across on dry land, okay? So there's, there's similarities and comparisons to uh, the Red Sea, okay? All right? So I just yeah, wanted yeah. to share that, kind of bring that into the lesson. All right, keep reading. At a town called Adam, in the vicinity of Z of Zarthan, while the okay. water is flowing down to to the Sea of Arab, 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 that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Jericho, Jericho. Yes. The priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood dry, on dry ground. They stood on what? Dry, dry ground. While all Israel passed by until the whole nation had complete, kept, completed the crossing on dry ground. So they crossed on dry ground. Is this not amazing or what? No, it's spectacular. Okay, okay, there we go. So, 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 man, okay. So now they are entering into the land of promise. It's a whole new generation, okay? Okay, so the Jordan River is the only geographical barrier between Israel and their new land. They must cross it. However, it's harvest time and the river is flooded. 
and they don't own boats, right? So it's going to take God to make it happen. He does. Okay. So, so they don't have boats. It's harvest time. So the river is at its highest possible level. It, it wasn't at its uh, lowest level. And so just imagine this wasn't a creek that was flowing. This was, this was uh, quite a bit of water. Okay, so uh, Yanni, of what does this remind you and would have certainly reminded the nation of Israel? So so this this uh, crossing of the river, what does it remind you of? When they crossed the Red Sea. What? I gave up the answers, huh? So when they crossed the Red Sea. All right, Derek. Let's let's make sure. Let's make sure this is okay. So, what do you think, Derek? God uh, performs this miracle a second time. So, why do you think? Not what do you think, but why do you think He did it a second time? Hmm. Well. Um, I believe it's uh because of the um the um I forgot what the heck I forgot what the heck I was supposed to say. Um what's it called? So why do you think, did you think God wanted to remind them of what they came from or what he delivered them from? Well, I was thinking um, because of, um, you know, the uh, promise that he made. So, Okay, promise that he made. Okay. And of course, here what they say is to show he was with Joshua just as he was with Moses, right? Mm -hmm. Let let the people know, right? Hey, hey, I'm still I'm still with the leadership. I'm still with the folks, right? Right. Yeah. So so I think I think that's awesome. Uh, that uh, uh, to see. I don't know, kind of kind of hard to explain, but I I think it's uh, awesome to see the display of God's power so that the people will know, so that the people will understand, right? So that they understand who God is and the impact that he has on the people okay okay so uh word started to spread that god paved the way for the israelites in the land in the promised land 
the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Gerizites, and all the ites got the word. You know, they knew it says, hey, these people are coming, right? And so uh, that means that when the kings west of Jordan heard that God had dried up the Jordan, their hearts melted with fear, right? So, and they couldn't stand the thought of facing Israel in battle, but that didn't alter God's plan, right? So, so God was with the people and they, um, certainly they heard about this uh, plan. And so Yanni, uh, I want you to read Joshua 6, 1 through 5. And then Derek, I want you to read Joshua 6, 20 through 21. Okay. Now the gates of Jericho were securely buried because barred. of the barred, barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of rams, ram horns with front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them, sound a long blast on the trumpets of the whole army. Give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. Okay. So, so now they are at Jericho. And so the gates of Jericho are so secure that no one can break them down and no one can get in unless someone from the inside lets them in, right? And so now they are before the, the, uh, the city of Jericho and they've crossed over the Jordan and they have the army and they've played the loud trumpets and they are doing some things around, you know, so they're going to go around seven days once a day and then some things are about to happen. Okay, Derek, here go. When trumpets sound, the army shouted and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed, so everyone charged straight in, and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword everything, <clears throat> every living thing in it, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Okay. All right. So the army shouted. 
and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave the loud sound, the walls collapsed. And so, uh, Joshua was given instructions by God that for seven days, once a day, that they march around the city. Okay. And on the seventh day, right, it was that final battle uh, cry, right? Right. And the blast, which caused the walls to fall, right? On the seventh day, march around the city seven times, right? With yeah. the priests blowing the trumpets, right? Yes. And so here, let's go back here. So I have delivered the hands the Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men, right? And do this for six days. And then on the seventh day, they what? They marched around. Have the priests, right? Carry trumpets and ram's horns in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around it seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets, right? Any questions about that? No. How does Israel defeat Jordan? I mean, Jericho. By making... It collapsed. Okay. And they used the power of God. They used the ark. And they trusted God. They marched around and blew it blew the horns, right? Yes. So, Jerry, what, when, when they do this, what happens on the seventh day? Uh, the walls tumble. Okay. So, Yanni, what do they do? following the walls collapse. They, to make the, they kill all the people inside. Okay. They kill everything, everything inside. Wow. So how does it make you feel to know that God commanded the Israelites to do this? What do you think? Uh, sounds like a uh, pretty good cause to me. Okay, sounds like a pretty good cause. Okay, what do you got to say about that, Yanni? I think he was right for what he did. You think it was the right thing to do? Anything else? No. No. Okay. All right. How how do you uh how do you uh I guess no questions. Let's say how do you feel about that? So so it says here a lot for discussion be sent to the 
school and students' responses. Okay. All right. That I mean that was a, little, a tough call, but but they they had to do what God said. Yeah. In this case, right. So it's important to know that the people of Israel were commanded to eliminate, to eliminate, were not command to eliminate, were not easy. The Canaanites are known for their immortality. And so I want you to pay attention to this because these were people that weren't godly and they did evil things for their immortality, their idol worship. And what else did they do, the Canaanites? Child sacrifice. They sacrificed. They did child sacrifices. So these were like evil pagan people. So moreover, they have already had ample opportunities to join God. They know of his works. Okay? So, for example, several Egyptians had left Pharaoh who left Pharaoh with Moses because they were convinced that God was indeed the one true God had spread the word about his works. Those sinners were able to repent and worship Yahweh. 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 So furthermore, Many Canaanites fled, realizing that they were no match for the one true God. Okay, so this is how we know that those who stayed were defeated, were defiant, excuse me, defiant and wicked men. So this pattern of conquest, it continues in... Uh, in Joshua 12. Okay, so. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read this because there's a lot of like names here. We'll figure it out together. Okay, so this is Joshua 12, 7 and 24. It says, here is a list of kingdoms, of kings in the land that Joshua and the Israelites conquered. Man, it was a bunch of them on the west side of the Jordan from uh, Bel, from Bilgad to the Valley of Lebanon to Mount uh, Halak, which rises towards Seir. Joshua gave their land, their lands as an inheritance to the tribes of Israel, according to their tribal divisions. So the lands included the hill country, the west foothills, the Ar Arab Yad, the mountains, slopes, the wilderness, and the, the Negev. These were the lands of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and the Jebusites. Okay, so these were the kings. So the king of Jordan, of Jericho, excuse me, 
the king of Jericho. One, the king of Ai near Bethel. The king of Jerusalem. One, the king of Haran. The king of Jermuth and the king of Lachesh. I, I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> All right. One, the king of Debir. One, the king of Gedar. One, the king of Horm, of Horm Mai. One, the king of Ariad. One, the king of Lebnai. One, the king of Adulam. One, the king of Hakadia. One, the king of Bethval. The king of Tapu. The one, the king of Heth. For he for one, the king of Afhek, one, the king of Lassa Ron, Lasha Ron, one, the king of Mandon, one, the king of Azar, one, the king of Shimram Meron. One, the king of Ashepth. One, the king of Tanaisha. One, the king of Med Med Meddio. One, the king of Kadesh. One, the king of Jokneam in Carmel, one, the king of Dar A in Nephthef Dar, one, the king of Giyam of Gilead, Gilead, one, the king of Teresa, Teresa, one. 31 kings in all. So that was tough. That was a mouthful. So there are 31 kings in all. So other than all the hard to pronounce names, what do you take away from that list? What do you think? Yanni, uh oh, what happened to you? Uh, Yanni? Okay, Derek. Okay, Derek, what do you think? Let's find out what, what the deal is. Wait, well, uh, I think. Well, you could take away from this is uh, all the kingdoms that have done bad things okay. and that have sinned. Okay, and there's a lot of 
A lot of kingdoms. A lot of kingdoms. And that little stretch of land. Let's just see here. Give me a second. I'm going to find out. I'm to Yana. All right, let's read this here. So the land mass that Jordan, that Joshua leads Israel into is only about half of what they have been promised. Conquering continues, but the rest of this book talks about the settling into the newly inhabited land. Okay, so Yanni. Yes. Other than the hard pronounced words, who do you, what do you take from that list? What do you take from that? I take that the list is of all the kings. Say it again. I said I take it that the list is all the kings. Okay, it's all the kings, yes. You taking anything from this? I learned some new names. Well, I probably already knew them, but... No, you probably learned some new names today. No, I think you learned some new names. What you think, Derek? Uh, yeah, she learned some new names. Okay. Yeah, I think we all we all learned some new names today. Anything, anything else you want to share about your experience with this young? No. No. Okay. All right, let's move it on. Let's move it forward. Let's get it started. So settling the land, settling the land. Let's take a look. Okay, so now Let's take a look at Joshua 23, 1 through 6. So now it takes kind of like a flip, the uh, tone here. So Derek, who just read? Was it Derek? Oh, I just read. Who who read before me? Me. Okay, so Yanni, uh, I want you to read verses 1 through, one through 5, and then... Derek, you're going to read 6 through 11, okay? Okay. Excuse me. After a long time had passed, and the Lord had given Israel rest from all their enemies around Okay, you're, you're, Joshua, hold on. Your mic is a little bit now noisy for some reason. 
You might want to uh, space yourself from your mic so that we I'm can hear you. I'm not even that clearly. close. All right. So, okay. All right. Let's go. But then a very old man summoned all Israel, their elders, leaders, judges, and officials, and said to them, I am very old. You yourself have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted as an inheritance for your tribes, all the Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea and the West. The Lord your God himself will take, will push them out for your sake. He will drive them out before you, and you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promises promised you. All right, read. read uh, did you finish? Yes. I guess you did. You did finish, huh? Okay, Derek. Be very, be very strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book, in the book of the law of Moses, without turning aside to the right or to the left. Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not invoke, excuse me, the names of their God or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them, but you are not to hold fast to your Lord, to the Lord your God, as you have until now. The Lord has give, has driven out before you great and powerful nations. To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of you, one of you roots routes a thousand because the Lord your God fights for you, just as he promised. So be very careful to love the God your Lord, the Lord your God. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's let's see what the questions are here. What does Joshua urge all of Israel to do, Yanni? He wants them to rest for all the their enemies around them. Okay, okay. And then he he summons all the uh, elders, leaders, judges, and officials. And he says to them, he says, I'm getting very old. You yourselves have seen everything that the Lord your God has done 
to all the nations for your sake. It was the Lord, your God, who fought for you. All right, so let's see what they say here. All right, so he wants them to love and obey God. Because he's the one. Okay, so Joshua reminds the Israelites, Derek, of something that should inspire obedience. What is it? What does he remind them about? And I guess I kind of gave that away, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Can I just answer number two then? Yeah, answer number two. Um... Joshua reminds the Israelites that the Lord uh, God fights for you. Um, he does make promises he keeps and make sure to love him. Okay. Okay. And so God is faithful. He's faithful, right? God's yeah. faithfulness to them. So God proved out. He delivered First, on the promise he made to Abraham, right? And yes. So being there with the people. So what do you think it was with was like for Joshua, a very old man, to reflect on God's uh, faithfulness over the decades? To look back, what do you think? What do you think it was like? Um, so anybody can answer this or share. So he's an old man. In the beginning, he was a young man. Okay. So to reflect on God's faithfulness over the decades. What do you think it was like for Joshua to think about all the areas of deliverance, all the places where God fought the battles? What do you think? He was probably thinking, wow. I've been to all these places and done all these things. Okay. All right. Let's see what let's see what's in here. Let's see what they gotta say. See, it was very likely, uh it was likely it was likely very moving very assuring and very emotional okay so next joshua warns all of israel okay derek uh read that for me but Josh if you turn away and and ally yourselves with the survivors of those of these nations that remain among you and if you and intermarry with them and associate with them, then you may be sure that the Lord your God 
will no longer drive out these nations before before you. Instead, they will become snares and traps for you, whips on your back, on your backs, and thrown and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Okay, so so he's he's saying here, hey, don't get caught up with these people. Don't ally with them because uh, uh, it's not going to do you any good, right? Uh, basically, uh, the Lord is no longer going to be able to be your driver, to be your helper, your supporter in the promise, right? Yes. Oh, so let's look at the questions here. So what does Joshua warn uh, Israel against, Yanni? What does he tell him? He warns them that that the nations will perish and a good land will be there. If you do what? If you what? If you in, intermarry with them and associate with them, then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive you out of these nations before you. Okay, Derek. Uh, what will God do if they do this, if they intermarry? What, what's going to happen? Uh, he will no longer be able to help them. Okay, he won't be able to help them. So what does Joshua promise promise will also happen? Um basically uh his intermarriage will be like thorns uh and whips on okay. his back. It'll basically be a whole lot of pain. Okay, snares and traps. Oh, boy. All right, let's go to this. So the land is a gift, but it's not one that God won't take away. So obedience is the most important part of settling into the new land, right? So following the instructions of God. Okay, Yanni, um, please read this, right? Who, who's next? Whose turn is it to read now? It's your Joshua 24, 14 through 15. Who's next? Is it Derek or Yanni? Which one? Well, we can't hear you if you're reading, Yanni. I don't know. I think it was... I think it was me. Okay, go for it. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped 
beyond the authorities river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems under undesirable undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, Euphrates. Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites. Amorites. Hold, hold on for a minute before you read. So if you notice the context is referencing gods and it's a little g. Okay. And so first there's idol worshipers in the land already, which is the Amorites, right? They, they're, they're idol worshipers. And so the other one, the ancestors, there he's talking about beyond the Euphrates. So, so Abraham, uh, according to researchers, his family was a part of the idol trade, right? They made, they either made idols or sold them, right? And so, so, that's a small G. So there's only one God. Okay, go ahead. Finish reading that, Yanni. And In who, whose land? In whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, you will serve the Lord. Okay, as for me and my house. We will serve the Lord, right? Didn't I just say that earlier? You guys hear me say yeah. that? Yeah, so so this is Joshua, right? Okay, so now that's what God wills also. So let's take a look, uh, Derek, down here at uh, Joshua 24, uh, 23, and 24. Then, now then, said Joshua, throw away your foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, we will just serve the, Lo the Lord, our God, and obey him. Our God and obey who? Him. Obey him. So, so uh, what truth does uh, Joshua's, what truth do Joshua's last words affirm? All right. That he and his household intended to what? He and his household tended intended to, to what? Obey. Obey who? God. Okay. Obey the Lord. Obey God. Okay. Uh, what do the people agree to do? Okay. To serve God. Serve God. Ultimately, 
God wants us to serve him. Okay, let's take a look down here. Let's look at this, uh, keep it real. And so the story of Joshua poses many interesting questions for us. Many things emerge, many things come out of it. Excuse me. So what would you say are some of the big things in the book of Joshua? Well, I would say one of the big things in the book of Joshua is basically all the battles that they had and along okay. with the idol worshiping. Okay, so there were natural battles and then there were spiritual battles, right? Right. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Yanni, is there anything in your life you feel that you need to conquer in obedience to Jesus? There's not one that I can think of right now, but I, there probably is some, but I can't think of any right now. Okay. I was I was just thinking through that. So is there anything in life you feel that you need to conquer in obedience to Jesus? Okay. All right. Okay, let's let's unhighlight. Okay. All right. So there's always something within us that we have to conquer, whether we say it out loud or not, to work through. So how does obedience of God's commands lead to more victories? Derek, what do you think? Hmm. Well, like it said before, you got to stay loyal to him. You got to listen to what he says. Hello? Okay, I'm still here. I'm still here. So you got to listen to what he says and then do it, right? Just do it like yeah. kind of like the Nike thing. So why don't you think more people take courageous leaps in faith? Probably because of, um, well, probably say they're too busy. I actually, there's actually this one student, he thinks um, religion um, thing, uh, um, uh, there's this one student at my school, he thinks religions who have gods, he says that he does, he says that they're not real because there's right. no scientific proof. Okay, okay. So there's no scientific proof according to what he thinks. So ask him what's holding the atomic 
molecules. Is it molecules? What's yeah. holding the atom together? The proton and neutrons. What's holding them in the orbits that they're in? For the atoms, the different atoms, for the different things on the periodic table. What's keeping them consistent with what they are? I promise you there's no science that can explain that, but it's God. Okay, so what is the riskiest thing? Well, okay, so why don't you think more people take it eventually to faith? Um, I think, uh, okay, I mean, you kind of mentioned that, Derek. So we'll, we'll go to the next thing here, but I want to, Okay, some people are scared they don't trust God are living in sin and can't hear God's voice. Okay, so what is the richest thing, the riskiest thing you've ever done to show your obedience to Jesus? Yeah, Nick? Hmm. Hmm. I don't remember. Okay. Riskiest thing you ever done to show your obedience. What about giving your life to Jesus Christ? Yes. That That's a good area. It says the riskiest thing you've do done hasn't already done. Okay. Okay, I think just like Israel, we need to remember God's word, right? According to Joshua 1 and 9, right? So Joshua 1 and 9 tells us, in fact, uh, uh, I think we need to commit those words to memory, right? To inspire us to live more faith-filled, courageous lives. Let's look at Joshua 1 up here. I think that's our first scripture. It might not be, but I think it is. Joshua 1. Was it 9? 1 and 9? I have not commanded you. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go, right? Right. So he's with us. What do you think? Yes, he is with us. All right, all right. Okay. Where is an area of your faith where you need to be stronger? Be specific. Hmm. An example would be, I need to study the word of God more. Another example, I need to pray more. I need to trust God and follow him. 
So what do you think? All right. Okay, what's what's you guys are quiet on that one. So what is a risk you're willing to take this week to obey Jesus? Well, I'm willing to share out the word with the Lord because I have a friend wants to learn more about Christianity and I hope to give him that chance. Okay. All right, awesome. Anything else, Yanni? You're quiet over there. So, so what is your Jordan River? What is your Jordan River? The biggest thing standing in your way. What's standing in your way? Nothing. Nothing. So are any of those things bigger than the promises, the promise of Joshua 1 and 9 that you just memorized? No. Okay, no. All right. Okay. Let, let's, let's go back and repeat that verse again. Joshua 1 and 9. I think that's, let's go up here. I don't, I don't, I can't remember the, okay, it is, it is. Okay, so let, let's go into this again. All right. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged for, for the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. What do you guys think about that? All right. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want you to think about that. I want you to think through that. Do not be afraid. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you. Everywhere you go.
All right, Derek, I want you to read this. I have not com commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you for whatever's with you wherever you go. Okay, say it again. I have not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. One more time, Derek. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you forever you go. Wherever you go. All right. Good, good. Okay, Yanni, you'll go. I have I commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. All right. Come on. Come on with it one more time. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. All right. Let's get it one more time. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. All right, one more time. Oh, you, did you say it three times, Johnny? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. All right, Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for every student, for every voice that heard this word, for every viewer around the world. We pray for the students, Lord God, that they be strong, that they be courageous and understanding, Lord God, that you remind them and we remind them to remember that God is with them wherever they go. You are with us wherever we go. You are with us through trials and temptations. You are with us through victories. And so we thank you and we praise you. We glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We love you, Father. We glorify you.
In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, thank you. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen Youth. And we have Derek Fletcher and Iyani Fletcher. God bless you. Happy Father's Day to the fathers. And enjoy your Sunday.